Hi, I'm Sophia. And I'm Sophie. And this is the In Pursuit Podcast. Welcome. Today, we're going to be talking about modesty. Um, a little bit of a scary, touchy subject. What do you mean? I thought this was like every church girl's favorite topic. <laughs> yeah, it's a little... Um, it's just a little touchy. Yeah. So we want to address a couple things before we dive into this and start talking about it. Um, do you want to share? Sure. Okay, so first thing is that we're going to be talking from a biblical perspective and from our own personal experiences with this topic. So we hope that you guys will hear us out, but anything that we say in any video, we hope that you'll bring it back to scripture and just sit you and the Lord and ask him like, God, what do you think? What do you say on this? Um, this is what the Lord has personally shown us mm -hmm. through sitting with him on this topic as well. So we hope you won't just like take what we say and roll with that. Like we want you guys to have that experience with the Lord mm -hmm. too, so that he can teach you um, what he wants for you on this topic. Yeah. And it can be a bit of a turnoff, which Soph will talk about later in her personal experience with modesty talks in the church. We just wanted to take a quick second to say that no matter what you wear or what you don't wear, no one has a right to your body, okay? And if you've ever experienced any kind of sexual abuse or harassment and have been told that it was your fault because you were wearing something that implied that you were asking for it, that's 100% not true. And it's 100% not your fault. And we are so, so sorry that that happened. Yeah. So with those things being said, um, we just kind of want to jump right into it and kind of just start sharing what the Lord has shown us personally about the topic of modesty. This has been sort of an up and down journey for yeah. me. Um, there have been seasons of my life where I've been like, oh, I need to like dress more modestly and like you know, whatever, like not post like provocative pictures on Instagram and like whatever. And then there are seasons where I'm like, you know what? I don't care. Like I can do whatever. And like, it doesn't matter. Um, but recently, um, the Lord has just given me like a deep understanding of what modesty means for me personally and what it means for my relationship with the Lord. That's different than anything I've ever experienced before. I think just through like meditating on scripture, the Lord has completely changed my heart on this specific topic. And I wanted to like share with you guys some of the scriptures. One of the scriptures that Sophie and I meditated on when I was in New York a couple weeks ago, I texted Sophie and I was like, we need to study the Proverbs 31 woman because for some reason I was doing my devotion and I just like felt drawn to like read the Proverbs 31 woman. Like I just wanted to read it I don't know why it just like popped into my head and I was just like all right I'm gonna read it and so I started reading it and I texted Sophie and I was like bro I want to be her like we need to do a <laughs> deep dive on who this chick is because that's who I want to be like yeah. it's a woman who fears fears the Lord and everything that you think of as like a Christian woman who's like just like submits to her husband and like blah 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 that's not a proverbs 31 woman there are we want to do like a whole podcast on the Pro proverbs 31 woman but there are literally like so many verses about her work ethic and how she's like <laughs> literally such a killer like boss 
lady. chick. Like she's cool and she's freaking like awesome. And so I was like, I want to be her. So anyways, we started meditating on a verse from, um, from Proverbs, Proverbs 31. 31. Uh, it was like two verses, but the one that I want to touch on is verse 25. It says strength and dignity are her clothing and she laughs at the time to come. And the word that really stuck out to me when I read that verse was the word dignity, because I was just like, what is it? What, like, what does it mean to be clothed in dignity? Like, what does that mean? And so I just like looked up the definition of dignity and it's the state or quality of being worthy of honor or respect. And when I read that, I was like, I am worthy of honor and respect and Mm -hmm. I want to clothe myself in that way and not just like with physical clothing but like with my countenance and who I am Mm -hmm. like that's who I want to be because that's the truth that's what I'm worth I'm worth respect and honor and I am somebody of dignity and and I want to act like it yeah that's something that um one of my other really close friends Silvana, always says how you treat yourself is how you're telling other people to treat you Mm -hmm. and i think that applies to this topic as well but i think we were talking earlier about like what does it mean what does it look like to be clothed in strength and in dignity and i think a couple of things came to mind and for you i know that dignity is a really hard-hitting point because it connects to worth Mm -hmm. and if you don't know soph is really passionate about like telling people their worth and their identity in christ and um I think that's something super, super cool. And so she's going to talk more about that later. But um, I think one of the things that I thought about when reading this was that it's interesting that the verse says that her clothing are strength and dignity and not skirts down to her ankles. Like it's a character that the Lord is speaking of in this verse. Um, And I think that's important to note just because like clothing can be very subjective especially in different cultures like what's modest in the u.s is not modest in like certain parts of africa and vice versa and like it just it can be like very confusing and there are a lot of different voices telling you what's okay and what's not on both ends of the spectrum okay and i think it's important to recognize that we need to have a heart that's submitted to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what it comes down to that. Listen, we're going to be the only Bible that some people will ever read in their life. Mm -hmm. Like some people never pick up a physical Bible and read the words, but when they encounter believers, they should notice that something's different and your entire life, including what you wear should be a testimony of what God has done for you. And, um, I I think I've just been really blessed to have women in my life, like, tell me that from a really young age. Um, And we're going to talk about styles and stuff later because I feel like that also applies to modesty. But, yeah, just that it's character traits, not so much, like, the focus on her actual, like, outward physical appearance. Yeah, I thought that was really cool because, like, I think so often – there's like 
almost a list of like you have to wear shorts that are fingertip fingertip length length. and you can't wear tank tops because your shoulders are provocative and like there's just like certain things that you like if you grew up in church like if you know you know like those things have been sort of put out there and at least for me like it made me honestly resentful towards modesty like I just did not like it I didn't like that it was so pushed on me that I had to dress a certain way so that guys didn't look at me like I was just like like that's their problem like what like I don't know it was just my heart obviously was not in the right place about it either but it when it was taught to me it wasn't taught to me like in a way that was like what is the Lord showing you about modesty Mm -hmm. it was you're responsible to your brothers in Christ to not look at you in an inappropriate way and that didn't sit well with me so I never cared and um I love that the time that the way a woman is dressed is brought up in the Bible Mm-hmm. It says strength and dignity. It doesn't say she's clothed in shorts that are fingertip length. <laughs> like it doesn't say that. Can you imagine? It doesn't say that. Thou shalt not wear strapless tops. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. And thou shalt not show your cleavage. Like it doesn't <laughs> Like it doesn't say that. Wait, but we know this really like sweet lady who has been a mentor in my life. She always says, say no to crack of any kind. Like if you think about that (laughs) and I just think that's funny but um okay one of the things that I wanted to address because my mom is a chiropractor and so she's always harassing me about my posture I tend to have really poor posture because like most people my age I'm always going like this on my computer college really did a work over on my neck and my back because I was just hunched over a computer all the live long day but posture I just want to touch on really really quickly because it says a lot about a person how they carry themselves Mm. I think people notice when you walk into a room with your head up and your shoulders back there's just a natural confidence that oozes out of you Mm -hmm. versus when you see someone walk in with like their head down and like you know their hands are kind of tucked in like this it says something about what's going on inside of them And what we wear on the outside is usually an indication of who we are inside. Whether we think it or not, subconsciously, other people will form judgments on what, on who you are based off of what you wear. And we see even in like the shows on what not to wear and stuff, like when they do the before and afters of the people that like don't, well, that dress themselves poorly. And I thought about it today. And as we were talking in preparation for our discussion, I was like, look, Soph. If I pulled up to this coffee shop in all black, piercings all over my body, tattoos, and like super dark makeup with like box dyed black hair, you would think something of me. Right now, when whether I said it's that, negative or positive, no, but you would just there have is an impression yeah. of who I am based off of how I dress. Yeah, and so I think that while in this verse and even in Second Peter, when it talks about like your adorning shouldn't be the outward like jewels and pearls and stuff, but a character which like got like a what is it a gentle and quiet spirit which god considers precious um it's talking about who you are inside and i think that god knew that what's inside 
comes out on the outside even with like our words and our thoughts like Mm -hmm. what we think and what we meditate on back to meditation Mm -hmm. comes out of our mouth and it like flows into who we are and into our life and so the whole like just posture and dignity and strength thing is really about like how you carry yourself and being aware that people will think something of you based on what is on your body whether you like it or not it's just a fact yeah and when you think of like a strong woman Mm -hmm. what came to mind for me was like (laughs) a ceo businesswoman like strong like carries herself with grace and strength and confidence Uh, like those women aren't gonna walk into their business meetings like this like like just dressed poorly and just like you know what I mean like they're gonna carry themselves with confidence because they know they're worthy of respect and they Mm -hmm. know that they're worthy of um honor and they carry themselves with dignity and so and sorry I just thought um what I pictured was the queen of England Mm -hmm. and I okay for some reason I was thinking about the person that walks into the room like the woman being you know strong and dignified I don't know why, but this just popped into my head. The Queen of England walks into the room. She doesn't have to tell people to act in a way that's proper and appropriate and like gentle personally in front of her because she's the queen. Mm. She walks in and people know, oh, I'm probably not going to swear in front of this lady. I'm probably going to be held to a higher standard of conducting myself just because I know who I'm in the room with. Mm. And I think that should be a part of this discussion too. Like when people encounter Mm. you, are you calling them to a higher standard of being just because they know who's in the room with you? They know that when you walk into the room, Jesus is in the room. Oof. That's facts. Go off. Thank you. That was so good. El Espíritu Santo. (laughs) Honestly. The Holy Spirit for those that don't speak Spanish. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So another thing I wanted to quickly mention, because Soph mentioned that we were talking about this earlier in preparation for the podcast. And we happened to be doing like our Bible time at the coffee shop that we were Mm -hmm. at talking about this too. And I just, I love the Lord's timing. I just happened to be reading 1 Corinthians 6 and... um, the last two verses of 1 Corinthians 6, it's verse 19 and 20. It says, Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. So glorify God with your body. And that mm. is just bars. Yeah, so the argument of like, oh, who are we responsible to? Are we, you know, like responsible to our significant other that if we're wearing something they're uncomfortable with, like we should change? No, because guess what? Your significant other did not redeem you. Mm. They did not purchase you at the price of their one and only son shedding blood on a cross for you. Mm -hmm. So we are responsible to the one who did. Yeah. And it's almost like the mind, I, I, I've seen the mindset even in my own life of like okay I'm not in a relationship so like I don't have anybody telling me what I can and cannot wear like I can do whatever I want now and in both circumstances that's not okay like that's not true and that's not okay like in a relationship a guy shouldn't 
be the one telling you what you can and can't wear. Mm-hmm. Like Sophie said, he didn't buy you at the price of dying on the cross. He was not the one that redeemed you. And you are accountable only to the Lord. Mm-hmm. You and like, of course, there is the aspect of like being respectful being, of that person's yeah. individual preference. And if they're also, your like boyfriend also or husband, like there is the side that's like, yes, we are responsible to help our brothers in Christ. Yes. But that's not what we want to focus on when we're talking about this, because it's just a natural byproduct of obedience. It's yeah. It's a natural byproduct of you being accountable to the Lord first. And so, um, yeah, it's, like what like how Sophie said it's a natural overflow of your heart Mm -hmm. just like the things that come out of your mouth are natural like Sophie has said this since we've been friends and I've always loved it she says like from the heart the mouth speaks Mm -hmm. and from your heart you dress yourself yeah that's facts and what does your wardrobe communicate about your confidence in Christ yeah yeah does your wardrobe communicate that you view yourself as dignified and strong mm-hmm. because you are mm-hmm. and if you don't feel like you are then know that you have the capacity to be and mm-hmm. that's something that God can give you one line that stuck out to me from um we are kind of obsessed with Tori and Chad Masters <laughs> and guilty yeah we watch like so many of their videos and one thing that Tori said one time that was like very blunt but like Hard hitting. Hard hitting and stuck with me was she said, um, if, if I think she said something along the lines of like, if she's dressing in a way that is causing guys to look at her and whatever, she's giving out discounts. And I, that like was kind of a little bit of like a slap in the face where I was like, I don't want to give out discounts. Are there any areas of my life? Or like things that I'm doing or ways that I'm dressing or whatever that I'm giving out discounts. Yeah, because you want to get to your wedding night and be like, sir, I'm expensive to unwrap. (laughs) I was bought at a price. I mean, that's facts. (laughs) Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's not all about like saving everything for your future husband and blah, blah, blah. Because like some people are called to singleness. Some people like, like it's not about that. And that's what we're trying to communicate too. that like, in my experience in the church talks of modesty it was there were two things that i always took issue with <laughs> and one of them was that it was always about guys and it was never um about your heart it was always like a list of don't wear crop tops don't wear shorts like this don't wear tank tops like this don't blah 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 because you don't want your brothers in christ to stumble and i did not like that at all like that it had nothing to do with my character it had nothing to do with who I was or my worth or my relationship with Christ it was just you need to do this because you should and I would try for a little bit and then I would get sick of it because it there wasn't an internal change there was just somebody telling me what I needed to do to be good and it never stuck because that's not how things stick. Like if you don't have a heart change, nothing's going to stick. And so that was one of the things that I took issue with. And the second thing was 
more so, I don't know how to address this, but like, I am not a super huge fan of like, I don't want to say modest clothing, but like the typical, (laughs) the typical like church girl, Francesca's altered state blouse, blouse and like jeans vibe like that's just not that's just not me like it's just not yeah and i'm not saying that like i i just i'm not a class like i don't like dressing like your typical classy girl okay that's the word that's the word that would always irk me like women would just be like you need to dress classy and elegant and i was like no <laughs> like well I live for that like she, I okay and I'm not that. trying to roast girls that like yeah. altered state and Francesca's because you know who loves those places this girl and most of my friends they love dressing like that and it's great for them that's awesome I don't like it it's a personal preference and I was always like I like just how we were talking about like your clothing is a reflection of who you are that dressing like that is not me like yeah. it's just not me and for me Like, maybe it's just like, oh, Sophia, it's literally closed. Like, shut up. It's not that big of a deal. But, like, for me, it's part of my job. Like, I love dressing in a way that, like, suits my personality. Mm -hmm. And my personality isn't preppy, altered state Francesca's girl. Or, like, classy entrepreneur woman. Yeah. that's Always on the job. Yeah, that's not me. Like, I have realized that, like dressing modestly can look different for everybody and I think that's what I'm trying to get to like I'm not trying to offend people that like to dress like that you do you and if you like dressing like that love it and wear it and own it I'm just trying to make the point that like to all the girls that like to dress like boys yeah (laughs) to all the girls that don't like that sort of fashion like it took me a while to realize like I can dress in a way that suits my personality and still be modest. Mm -hmm. I don't need to dress like the typical Christian girl with a blouse or like a little dress or whatever to be modest. Like I can dress in a way that still feels like me Mm -hmm. and still be modest. She rocks streetwear like I could never. I, I love it. It's like my favorite way to dress. It's the way that I feel the most comfortable. It's the way that I feel the most confident. And I don't feel confident dressing like somebody that I'm not. And that's it. And like clothes is a big deal to me. Like Mm -hmm. it's part of my job. I love dressing in a way that suits me and in a way that makes me like excited to wear the clothes that I have. And um, so, yeah, that's something that I wanted to address too because I feel like I don't know if other girls can relate to that, but I always felt this pressure to like dress a specific way, to dress modestly, but also to dress a specific way. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like that way. And I always felt like there wasn't another option. And there is. Like you can dress modestly and still feel like yourself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And then also another last little thing is I was talking to – a couple of my guy friends because I am the type of girl that will post on my Instagram stories like polls because I was a psych major and I just love hearing or like understanding people better especially guys because I don't have any brothers mm-hmm. so it I also I'm an only child 
so I don't have sisters either but like I'm a girl so I talk to a lot of girls I have a lot of friends who are girls and like I know how girls think for the most part but guys unknown territory and I love hearing from the guy perspective like what they think about modesty what do they think about like how we dress and like whatever I remember I was 14 in the car with one of my friend's older brothers and we were driving to saints if you know saints shout out um and on the way we were just talking about modesty I think it was something that had been brought up at bible study the night before and I was like, well, what do you think about modesty? Like, what are some of the things that you think that girls just shouldn't wear? And he was like, Soph, you could be wearing a paper bag. And if a guy wants to look at you, he's going to look at you and he's going to lust after you. And I was just so taken aback. Like, wait, what? Like, you can't give me these practical like details on like, okay, you know, what length should my shorts be? Like, can I wear tank tops or not? And I think in talking to some more guys since then, literally, I talked to one of our, our guy friends like two nights ago about modesty. And he was like, I just don't think that girls need to think that hard about it. And I was like, what? He was like, listen, if you're honest before the Lord, like, should I be wearing this? He's going to tell you. Mm-hmm. And you're going to feel that conviction of like, okay, maybe I shouldn't wear this blouse or maybe I shouldn't wear my shorts that short Mm -hmm. and there is something to be said about situational appropriateness too that's like one of my favorite terms because there are times that you're going to show up in like work clothes and look more professional and there's times that you're going to show up in sweatpants and you're not going to show up in sweatpants at a first day interview on the job but anyways going back he was like girls don't need to think that hard and I was just like well Brian like girls need to know like details like what come on like the guy perspective and he was like well why does that matter he's like you're responsible to the lord you're not responsible to us he was like what what's like hard for like what how do you say that we had this conversation a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. me Soph, and brian and um Because I was basically telling them that, like, that's what the Lord showed me about modesty was that it's not, I'm not responsible for what guys think of me because of that. My dad used to say that too. My dad used to say, like, you can be wearing whatever. You could be wearing a nun's outfit. And if a guy wants to look at you, he's going to look at you. And so at the end of the day, I am responsible to the Lord. I'm not responsible to these guys and so if I come before the Lord blameless because I know that I'm not um crossing any lines that you yeah, shouldn't yeah where you're like keeping yourself accountable to the Lord instead of accountable to different guys standards because they all yeah. have different standards and also their situational appropriateness me wearing a tank top might be totally fine but Sophie wearing a tank top might be totally inappropriate like we could be wearing the same exact thing and it might be completely different yeah because we're just built diff we're just every body is different and all that stuff so when it comes to like should I wear this should I not it comes down to like you allowing the Lord and it's hard to open yourself up to allow the Lord to convict you of this because it does mean no take that off put on something else today Mm -hmm. And sometimes girls like, listen, that answer that he gave, 
girls could very well take that as a cop-out and listen guys can too let's not get started on the little thirst trap gym pictures that you guys post <laughs> we won't go there the ju- listen we won't i won't mm-hmm. but we're just saying like you can use that it's a heart posture and whatever as a cop-out to do whatever you want because you could be like, oh, my heart's not in a bad place when I wear this outfit. But, but if at the you're end of the day, the Lord knows your heart. And if you're 100% honest with yourself and if you're 100% honest before the Lord, actually willing to hold that with an open hand and let him work in that area, then what's so said, it might look sacrificial, like taking something off that you wanted to look really, really cute in because you know that maybe it shows a little too much. Yeah. And I mean, for me, I've been going through a lot of de-idolizing processes mm. in my life, de-idolizing certain people, de-idolizing certain things, mm-hmm. de-idolizing work and realizing like, what is it that I put above the Lord in every area of my life? Yeah. And honestly, clothing was one of them. It was yeah. one of those things where like, opening my hand and being like, Lord, I'm willing to not wear what I want to wear because I value you more than my clothes. Mm, that's and good. that was just a place that I had to come to that was like, it, if I'm being honest with myself, like, yes, I say like the Lord's first in my life, but in every single area of my life, is he really? Mm-hmm. And clothing was one of those things that I had to like open my hand to and just be like, okay, Lord, like, if you don't want me to wear this, if you don't want me to post this picture, even if I think it's the cutest picture ever and I really want to post it and whatever, if you tell me not to, I value that more than I do this shirt or this dress or this photo. And, like, it's being blameless before the Lord because that completely takes the guy out of the equation whatever guy's looking at you or whatever if he still chooses to look at you while you're dressed in a way that you know is honoring to the lord and honoring yourself then that's his problem Mm. it's his His responsibility his responsibility and his issue with the lord not has nothing to do with you but if you want to be blameless before the lord you have to be honest Mm -hmm. and you have to be honest with the lord and you have to be honest with yourself yeah so can you go into really quick before we finish like how it looks on social media like as an influencer the amount of likes that you get for certain pictures yeah this is like because this is very recent like if you i don't know when this video is going to be uploaded but a few months ago like she had bikini pictures on her instagram all over the place because that's her job and look i'm not saying it's bad to post bikini pictures yeah it's all about where your heart is coming from and i was posting photos like that because I knew it would get me more likes it was validating my worth and in my case I post a photo of me in my modest streetwear and a photo of me in a bikini and it's thousands of likes is the difference it's not just like one or two likes it's thousands of likes is the difference between me pretty much almost naked and me dressed covering my body Mm -hmm. it's a really big difference and it took a lot for me to be able to be like it's not worth it I don't find like I was finding so much validation and so much worth from that and like from what 
my body looked like or my physical appearance and like it's been everything has to do with each other and Mm. again I talk about worth like literally like nobody's business but for me that's what it all comes down to because my worth isn't found in my physical appearance anymore and it's found completely in Christ and like so that doesn't matter anymore and it was a complete like change of heart and I'm not saying don't post bikini pictures that's not what I'm saying it's where your heart's at and my heart wasn't in a place of glorifying the Lord with those photos like there's there's different you can get into the nitty-gritty of like the <clears throat> kinds of bikini pictures you yeah, post and like of like what sort of like if position you're, you're position in or angle or whatever and all that stuff but like at the end of the day it is where your heart's at and you can say your heart's in the right place all day long but what's in your heart is reflected in what you do and so we're not hating on you if you post bikini pictures or have posted bikini literally my Instagram was covered in them and I went back through my Instagram a while ago and deleted all of them and now I just recently with Sophie went through my archive of all the photos that I've taken down and was genuinely so embarrassed that I posted those like genuinely so like and it wasn't it was probably what when was Utah like six months ago yeah it was like six months ago that I had all these sort of photos on my Instagram like the summer too yeah and it I was genuinely like I can't believe I didn't value myself enough to not post these and to not take these and to not wear this bathing suit. That's literally <laughs> dental floss. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it it came down to like, wow, that's like I was sad for myself yeah. then. And it wasn't just like a a sacrifice of attention. It's also like sacrificing potential incoming like money Mm -hmm. there have been like it's my job like bikini companies pay me to take photos in their bathing suits and post them and so for me it was also like a financial surrender too Mm -hmm. that's like lord i'm deciding to honor you with my body and I know you're going to bless me for that. And I know you're my provider. And I know you'll take care of me. Mm-hmm. And I don't need, like before, I and I told Sophie this, like at the beginning of Boy Cleanse, five months ago, mm-hmm. I was like, I used it being my job as an excuse. But it was just because I still wanted to be able to do it. And I didn't want to sacrifice it to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And now that excuse doesn't matter anymore because that's not my heart and that's not where I'm at and I just I don't want to give out discounts like that and like I was bought at a price Mm -hmm. and I'm worth more than that and so anyways all that to say these are this was my personal story when it came to modesty and Mm -hmm. the conviction that the Lord has given me I'm not saying any of this to make anybody feel bad about where they're at in their conviction with modesty because there have been Sophie has told me there have been so many times where I I've been friends with her the whole time I was posting all those pictures and doing all those things and she never said anything to me because she knew that there was going to be a point where the Lord convicted me of it and she didn't have to be the one to be like Sophie you really shouldn't be posting that you really shouldn't be doing that she knew that the Lord was going to work that out in me and he did and so we're not saying any of this to make you feel bad, to make you feel condemned. The Lord has his timing with everybody and like 
conviction looks different for everybody too and so i still put on the occasional crop top listen i love me some crop tops but i just like and listen me too like a lot of this has been about soph and like her testimony and stuff but i'm still working through modesty in my day-to-day life Mm -hmm. this sunday i wore a dress to church that was like a square neckline but it was a little low and i had one of my kids call me out on the fact that my dress was inappropriate for church like think about how really yes this 11 year old was like joking with me and he was like okay miss inappropriate dress and i was like no i was like i'm never wearing this dress to church ever again and but when i walked into the sanctuary with all the adults i got like three different people complimenting me on my dress and so it's just like okay maybe i shouldn't be teaching like 11 year old boys and like you know because i mean different body types like i just can't get away with anything low ever even if it's a square neckline like it just it's not wise and i just felt uncomfortable like i would have to put my paper in front of my chest like when i would bend down to like look down at their papers or whatever and you know so i think there's a place to like be corrected in those things even if it's by an 11 year old student and just allow the holy spirit to teach you like when certain things are appropriate when they're not and how to give it up when you really want to continue in the way that you're going and you're never gonna be like 100% perfect there are still times where I'm like I'll go back and I'll look at a certain picture on Instagram and I'll be like you know I thought that was fine but the fact that I'm questioning it makes me feel like it shouldn't be there and like I'll take it down then and they're like you're never gonna like you also don't have to be so hyper conscious of it. Just allow the Lord, like hold it with an open hand and the Lord will reveal himself to you and he'll teach you and he'll, he is so patient with us and so gracious that like you don't have to be so like, oh my gosh, I have to get it right the first time. I have to like do exactly like I have to always wear nuns outfits every day because like I don't know (laughs) what to do. It's not like that. Just hold it with an open hand and allow the Lord to teach you through it and he will. Yeah. So Anyways, does that cover everything? I think it does. I think it does. Thank you guys so much for bearing with us through this kind of difficult topic. Mm -hmm. And And really hearing our hearts on like what we have to say about this. Because it really is like coming from everything that the Lord's shown us. And if we miss something, we're sorry. Hopefully you guys can throw out some suggestions for next time. And we'd be happy to hear them out. So until next time, we'll see you in the next podcast. Yep. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.